Hello, my little rutabagas. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Some array of us are here. I'm here. Dustin Goot is here. Hello. Jenna Kim Jones is here. Hello. Alan Moss is here. Hey, yo. And Jeff Fox is here. Konnichiwa, Crackers Hans. I felt, I felt like I had to come out big. I think, and you, and <laughs> really you did. Big. Thank really you. big. That's like a throwback <laughs> to the old wacky ways that people would say hello. <laughs> That's like, what I do. You're bringing it back. Um, so is probably, a rutabaga a carb? You know, it's got some. Carb There's carbs in it. In it. Mm. There's carbs in everything, right? I mean, <laughs> I was thinking, Jenna, that if we were gonna for our extended gal chat episode, I was trying to think of like fun games, and this is kind of <laughs> sad, but I feel like there could be a game. I don't know how this would work with the listeners, though. Maybe mm-hmm. this is just a game show to take to Comedy Central, where someone just shows a picture of a food item, and then we have to guess the calories in it. Oh, we would I destroy. I bet we would do so we well. We would kill yes. in that game. So, oh, yeah. I thought it was just going to be carb or no carb. I thought oh, it was going to be that's like, I thought they were going. name as many carbs as you can in 10 seconds. Oh, that would, I, would also be fun. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Could be a lot of versions. It's like different rounds on this game. Any sort of fruit or vegetable has some carbs in it. It's perfect yeah. lead into right. Broad City, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> would it be called carb or no carb? Yeah. Or something name really cheesy. Carb. Carbtacular. Something yeah. really silly. Carb bomb. Carbs are us. Carb. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Okay. Well, so anyway, husband Daniel is not here. He had better things to do, which we'll get into in a bit um, because I interviewed him about that <laughs> and we can throw to it and listen to it. But first, he did leave us with something important that I made sure got squared away before he trundled off to have his fun. And here it is. And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest, jokestress Jenna Kim Jones, Twitter personality, hashtag Al, suit Dustin Goot, and Chef Jeff will show us all how to cook with fire. I'm her husband, Daniel, reminding you to trim your nose hairs, hop on board the love bus, and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Maybe it does lose a little something by sticking it, you know, a minute into the show <laughs> instead of having it go straight into theme music. Maybe it was that, or the, or was it the pre-recording? No, I think it was the timing. I think. Okay. Well, I don't know. I do like to watch him do it because so there's, there's that element. Maybe that adds to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, because problem. there's a special gesture that happens. Right as he says, tonight. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's an intensity I don't normally see in him. Yeah, or I mean, maybe that's. I feel. I feel like we get an energy from it uh, because we're sitting next to him as he does it. Maybe that's how it always sounds to the listeners. But I, yeah. I like to think that it tra- that the energy transfers over the sound waves. Yes. Mm, yeah. I still. My favorite part is still, and I'm her husband, Daniel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I never know which way that's going. It's <laughs> sort of a, well, it's just me, but then he sort of seems excited about it. What's, your, what's your take it, on Oh, it? you think it's a referendum on how he feels about being my husband? No, no, no. Like, <laughs> no. He, doesn't, he, he doesn't want to feel like he's overselling himself. Yes, that's what I feel. Right. Right. Yes, yeah. I think it's, yeah. it's on purpose self-deprecating. Right, right, right. right. This Humble. is like the DVD extras <laughs> for the intro. Yeah, it's I I have a more meta take on it. I feel like it's a referendum on his 
feeling about how self-deprecating he wants to be. Like, I feel like he doesn't always like he doesn't love that he's backed himself into the corner of being like Daniel, and it's and it's like there's just a moment of hesitation before he goes into it every time of like, am I gonna be this guy? Oh, interesting. Uh, I guess I will. But I feel like one day he's like it's like he's just gonna be fed up with it, and it's gonna and he's it's he's gonna go complete the other way. It's gonna be like and this is her husband, Daniel. <laughs> you know, we're gonna right. be like, whoa. He what you're it suggesting is what I experienced from the second time on. Every time I signed off the news with Zip It Cunt, like every on the Adam Carolla show, the first time was funny, and then I was like. I don't know if I well, maybe this, that's not fair to say a second time on, but it certainly got to a point where I was like, "Is this? Yeah, I'm saying it. That's what you're right. suggesting." Right? Do I want that, this to be my thing? Right. Yes. Yes. Like <laughs> I, I like it. I don't know that I want it to be my thing. <laughs> but in the yeah. sa- and in the same sense, he and I both we did get we did back ourselves into a corner with it. Right, and then by the time you're done, even starting to think about it, it's already your thing. Yeah. 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 Well, mine got worked into a theme, my theme song, so it really became my thing. Right. So someone needs to create a theme song <laughs> where this is part of it, and then he'll have to always say it. He's yeah. Stuck. When Daniel gets his podcast, this will have to be part of it. It's like, and Daniel, and he's like, <laughs> ah, I wanted to rebrand myself. That's yeah. the whole reason of doing it. I know. Yeah, he'll be like, I want to start my own podcast, but I want to show them a different side. I'm not just her husband, <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> um. So, the minute hand on sweatpants o'clock, and as I'm saying this, I'm noticing a large spider up in the corner uh, by the Ooh. ceiling. Yeah, Daddy there really leg. is. Yeah. Um, which actually has to do with this, a, a story I might tell later. But anyway, I've mentioned sweatpants o'clock or the sweatpants clock. I can't tell if it's o'clock or just clock, which is counting down the minutes until I just record this podcast in sweatpants, even though I have lovely guests over. Um, which that hasn't happened yet, but you know, when you're watching an analog clock and all of a sudden you see like almost imperceptibly, the minute hand just suddenly takes a little jump and mm-hmm. you're like, does oh, it yeah. do that for every minute or did it just su- did, did it just quiver for some reason? I think it does that on every minute. You just don't normally watch it like that. Anyway, the minute jumped because I am not wearing eye makeup. You look great. I wouldn't have even... I was not fishing, but thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) No, but like when I don't wear eye makeup, it's like, whoa. It's shocking. Hmm. Spoiler alert. I'm not wearing eye makeup either. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, we're all headed in that direction then. But for me, because that's been like, that's been something that I've been doing since recording this here. I've been putting on makeup when people come to the house, which is something I don't like to do that much. I get that if I'm just going to be hanging out at home. So... That has fallen away as of now, at least. Slippery um, slope. That's what I'm saying. Who knows what could Just come next? Just a matter of time. All I ask is that you share with us when sweatpants o'clock is <laughs> so that we can join in. That's all I'm asking. Okay. I'm saying. We can do that. <laughs> so, you know. Stop Oh, Stop it! Oh, what? Oh my god! What? We were oh. promised surprises on this show. There that was plenty of surprises. And lo, there they oh, are. Oh, that's hilarious. That's do you need to, Do you need to hear it again? Because yes, when I hear something fun, I like that, to hear it like, repeatedly. That <laughs> Uh, that's hilarious. That is so great. That is oh my gosh. Thank you. 
that made my week tom rap sent over a few of them which you'll hear and i sat yeah. there just playing them over and over again just going ha, 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 ha. and then at a certain point when a certain one happened which we'll hear later on i sat there going ha, and then just clapping like like kind of like something in between a three-year-old and a monkey like me in the I theater was. after i see a performance on the movie that i'm not supposed to clap for exactly the exactly. outchat drop i was laughing yeah. at the file name uh, yeah. Allison emailed it to me. I hadn't even heard it. I just saw Alchat and I was like, <laughs> Trap uh, Dog's still bringing it after all I these know. years. I know. Seriously. Has, hasn't yeah. lost a step. Wow. I feel honored. So I just actually have, I have a, um, a gal chat question, which I'm just going to bust out with because I'd like to get the men's opinion as well. Gal chat. Here we go. Oh, I love it. Salon <laughs> products like shampoo and conditioner. Right. Are they better than the drugstore brand? Because... I used to be someone who would use Aveda and all the good products and stuff many, many years ago. And then at a certain point, I realized, but the ones at the drugstore smell better. I just like finesse. I like herbal essences. What can I say? They smell good. Um, But then recently, I switched back to salon shampoo and conditioner, and I think my hair feels better. Okay. I had a friend who worked at L'Oreal. She was my roommate. And she told me that salon brands are better, but you can't, you shouldn't buy them at drugstores. You need to buy them at places where they s- rotate through them quickly so that oh, you're getting fresh batches of interesting. it. Interesting. Because, like at Target or at CVS or whatever, sometimes they have the salon brand. Oh, right. But they're behind that weird. Right. This thing. sounds like the corporate old. brainwash version of how to interpret this question. <laughs> and lather, rinse, repeat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go to the more expensive place and buy it there. No, Whoa. but I know what she's saying because yeah. I have bought shampoo that's curdled. Yes. Turned shampoo. It, it tastes happens. terrible. <laughs> is, is it like a corked wine? Like, can, can yes. not everyone tell? Do you have to be kind of a. They uh, bring you out a an tiny An enthusiast? Bit. Do you have to no. be a frequent wine drinker to tell? Of this one, no. It was called Trete, and I think it was by... That, that's a brand of cottage cheese. <laughs> <laughs> right. It was small curd shampoo. <laughs> um, it was by... I think it was by Masty. I forget the name. I don't even know if it's still around. It was, I th- suspect, sulfate-free before sulfate-free. Right. Was, like, it was organic, but this is before all of that was popular in shampoos. And I remember if you got a bad bottle, it would have this like sour sort of sour smell Ooh. and it didn't, it already mm. didn't lather that much. Right. It's natural. Right. Um, but it would not lather even less and it was a little separated. Yeah. And I See? even, what? just like with milk, I even used it a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> just so I'm like, it can't be. Yeah. No, I think there's a difference and maybe not a huge drastic, but I over Thanksgiving, I didn't bring my shampoo home to Utah because I was like, this is such a pain. I'll just buy some when I'm mm-hmm. there because there's like 8,000 Walmarts everywhere. So it's like, whatever. So I went to Walmart and I just bought a, like, I don't know, it was in a pink bottle. It was cute. It was like, I did it based on smell too. Where it was like, this smells great and it's pink and green and adorable. So I bought oh, it. Oh, I, I want to guess what it is. <laughs> I know. I can't I, figure it out. I know. What it wasn't was Bedhead, it? was it? No, no, no yeah. it wasn't. We st- I, I still have it this. at home, but okay, I used it for the week of Thanksgiving, <laughs> and I it like dried my hair out right away. I totally noticed a difference. And like five years ago, I would not have cared at all. But I, since I've slowly been mm-hmm. upgrading the brands, it's better. So now, what do you use? Um, I switch. So the Kirtland 
brand for of their shampoo and conditioner i've checked That's and the, i've is that the costco brand mm-hmm. yeah um i've checked and looked up stuff online it's actually kind of it's the same as salon brand and it's so much cheaper so i use hmm. that right now but then i'll switch to a l'oreal brand as well um, that's the sulfate free for your hair color, right? Damaged hair like mine. There you go. Yeah. Now we know, men. What do you think? You guys I, both look I like bewildered and a little bit irritated. I still didn't know that when you said sulfate free, like before it was a thing. <laughs> Bef- like before a minute ago, sulfate free was not yeah, a thing not in my <laughs> life. So that's where I'm at with it. Clearly, you don't live with someone or date someone. Yeah. Or work around people who either get their hair straightened or color their hair a lot and are concerned, or they're not open about it. Yeah, they're hiding it. Dustin and I shot six skeptical glances while you two were talking. <laughs> I know. And Al still uses like two in one, like body Listen, and hair. Hair and body that, combination. I didn't even know that was yeah. a thing. Oh, it exists. I seek it out. It's so <laughs> awesome. There's three in one now. Is it? What oh, yeah. Conditioner, yeah. right? Conditioner you and body wash. You can also clean your floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wax your car. That's a I, turpentine in I there. can actually speak to this. I just went to Target to buy toiletries and all that this past week. And based on the conversations that I heard here, I thought I may, I should maybe upgrade my shampoos. I buy shampoo like Al. I buy yeah. I buy the thing that smells the least like a Tijuana taxi for under three dollars. That's how I pick what I'm getting. <laughs> Al, I, is that accurate? Is that yeah, your my, yeah decision yeah. process? Like, well, right now, I mean, it depends. It depends on like how much. Like I like a lot of suds, and so if, if I'm not getting a lot of <laughs> suds, then I'm then I'm out. Yeah, but I just I don't even remember which. Even one's in which. my Twitter profile, it says. Uh, what what does it say? Sulfate free since two thousand eight. No, I wrote this. What does it say? It says sulfate free. Uh, I use combination body wash and shampoo for maximum efficiency. Nice. I thought of that on my own because I just, thought you just people need to your know. Productivity. People Wait. need to know Wait, about chat. me. One second. You thought about that on your own, meaning that meaning productivity I, tip or putting that in your Twitter bio? On putting your it in my Twitter bio because I thought like. What right, can because ex- because what's here what, exactly? What am I going to explain about myself? Shouldn't you think of the whole Twitter bio on you? Like what? <laughs> no. what about, where's the rest? No, like, the rest is garbage. The rest is you know whatever. Yeah, but carefully. I had I had Jenna tell me what to do, which is like professional purse holder. Yeah, and that was it. oh I yeah. liked that one too. Yeah, and water bottle warmer or something like that. But, <laughs> that's right. That's right. So you are. <laughs> you as you say that you are like kind of crushing See, a water bottle. You got to kind of warm and, it up in yeah. case Jenna needs lukewarm water. Oh, is that because it processes you- faster? <laughs> it gets in quicker. No, it's better for your vocal cords. Oh, that's Come what on, it is. Right. get that's it right. right. <laughs> Come on. Right. I prefer not freezing water as well. Yeah, it's better just room temperature. Mm, ice cold. Ice cold. <laughs> yeah. Dudes Change r- your dude- Twitter bio. Dudes run hot though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Chicks furnace. run hot, except for when we're always cold. <laughs> oh, 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 I feel like you should hit the thing. Thank you. <laughs> I realize oh, I, I'm burning I, through I people thought, very fast. I thought one, the, one of the new drops applied to that. We were going to get another surprise. I have to remember what the new ones are, but we will. We will in time. <laughs> we'll this first. just was more a gal chat. Yeah. So another right, thing, right. sort of, I said I was going to tie it all in with the spider. Um so I have these packages of false eyelashes, which I wear if I'm going on TV or when I used to do, and hopefully we'll do again, live shows, I wear them. Um, 
back when Dustin and I worked at Time Out in New York. No, this is before you were there, though. Uh, and I went on TV for the first time representing Time Out in New York. They had a policy that if you were going to go on television and represent them, you had to have media training. And I think the main thing I got out of the media training, I got a few things. One was... If you're a guest on a news show, look at the anchor the whole time. Don't look at the TV camera, which that's like one of those things where once you sort of know the rules, then you can break it down down the road. Um, the other thing was, and I don't listen to this, and I wonder if you do, Jenna, don't drink, drink Diet Coke before you go on air because you might burp. Yep, I've heard that. But yep. do you follow that? Not really. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> yeah. And the other one was a few individual false eyelashes on the outside corners really make your eyes pop. <laughs> So, I've never had that one because I've done media training too. They've never talked about eyelashes. Really? Yeah. I feel like that was the most useful thing you got I got better from tips it. than I did. It was really yeah. good. Well, the other thing though actually wasn't good because she told me this specific Bobby Brown green eyeshadow would also really make my eyes pop. She was blonde though and blonde, like blonde and blue haired. and also blue eyes well it it, it definitely would have worked for her right so i bought that and i was using that and i remember the makeup artist uh at the show was like why are you wearing like oh she it was all wrong and so that was like why are you wearing this and who told you about this and oh my god and i can't believe it and she was she'd never seen anything so wrong and atrocious for because I'm a fall, you know, or winter, or what, I don't know what I am, but it just didn't work for me. I think I still have it. It might work for you, Jenna. The I green, I yeah, yeah. It, it was like like a dark green. Anyway, though, so I have these packages of false eyelashes in my bathroom, and the other day I looked, and there was this Daddy Long Legs hanging out on the wall near them, and I was thinking, I wonder if he <laughs> thinks he's hanging out with his own kind. <laughs> it's like, like, hey guys, what's up? <laughs> That's what I wonder. Hey, why aren't you guys talking to me? <laughs> Oh, too cool, huh? <laughs> Haven't seen you around here before. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> or thought he was like, like romancing them because they, right. were, you know, right? They're like lady, lady, lady lashes. Long. It's just like, hey. yeah. Is he still there? Oh, he is. Yeah, okay. I don't think He's so. Anyway, I got a spot above the podcast studio. <laughs> Real great acoustics. <laughs> you can hang out. And then. Another thing that happened this week, and I mentioned this on the weekend show, uh, I was at the fertility clinic, and it was a little before lunch, and there's a million thousand <clears throat> nurses that, or I don't know if they're, ner- I don't know what they are, but they all work there. There's a million women that work there, um, and one of them, I heard her saying something about, yeah, th- she was talking about chili. Um, what did you have for dinner last night? Chili, blah, 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 like this conversation. And I tuned out. And then another, across the way, there was one who was talking about spaghetti. And I actually had this thought. Oh, my God. All they do in here is talk about food, <laughs> which I thought was kind of, kind of uh, I don't know if this is an Alanis Morissette use of irony or actually ironic. No, I think it's actually ironic because all we do is talk about food. I know. How dare I have that thought? But if I'm going to have that thought... Snapchat. What? Oh. Snapchat. Snapchat. That was so amazing. I know. I was like trying to focus in. I I still don't even think I know all the lyrics. No, there was a Milky Way in there. (laughs) I heard that. Chicken wings. Was there? I think I heard chicken wings. Oh my gosh. Let's hear it again and deconstruct. Okay. Okay. 
Oh, there's a very tasty wow. is the thing. <laughs> it's very bare naked ladies. I, that's that's oh, what it throws in yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Very bare naked ladies. I love yeah. that. I, oh, I do too. Yeah. I, it, Jenna also like I wish we could this is why you should do video. <laughs> I know, because like, everything the, that the happened on your face was on, pretty amazing. On Jenna's face, yeah. <laughs> went from like it started like uh, the person who has like seen the creature coming out of the stomach and alien for the first time <laughs> and then it and then it went to like I don't know, um, like being told that you've that you've just won the the lottery or something. Like, <laughs> it was magical, know, or, or like that you know you're at the uh, watching the Powerball podcast and it's like the first like you've just been heard the fifth number which which matches up and you're waiting for the sixth. It was right. It was, it was anticipation mixed with wonder. It was amazing. It was like Santa Claus delivering the publisher's clearinghouse check to your house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was. Is that who delivers it? No, in, in, in Jenna's face. Because <laughs> I feel like Ed McMahon would be I like, hey, Santa Claus. Hey, Santa. Yeah. <laughs> this is my thing. Santa never make it past the front lawn. I know. Well, <laughs> speaking of food, we all love to eat, but it's hard to find a meal that doesn't compromise somewhere. Good value, quick to prepare, healthy and delicious. That's where Blue Apron comes in. Blue Apron makes cooking delicious meals easy and fun by delivering fresh, ready-to-cook meals right to your door for less than $10 per meal. Blue Apron sends you fresh ingredients perfectly proportioned with step-by-step recipe instructions including including beautifully printed pictures making cooking healthy meals really easy and fun no trips to the grocery store and no waste from unused ingredients so i've talked about this before but blue apron makes it so easy to cook a a really good gourmet meal because you don't have to go to the store and do that thing where you're like i know i need something i need this ingredient and bring along your husband daniel (laughs) (laughs) exactly now you just have them deliver a box and your husband Daniel can open the box for you. I mean, but you guys can do it even if you're not married to Daniel. It's not, it's, <laughs> right. that'd be I'm a very, very specific, <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. Um, but Blue Apron is perfect for date night, cooking with friends, and they even offer family plans with kid-friendly ingredients so the whole family can eat well and have fun preparing the meals together. Each meal uh, is about 500 to 700 calories, but you'd never know because it it's so yummy. Cooking takes half an hour. Shipping is free. The menus are always new, and you'll want to keep the menus because they break it, they have pictures and they break it down uh, in a way that's really easy. And they're um, they're on heavy cardstock and uh, they're kind of thing where you're like, normally I'd pay so much for these kind of recipes, but Blue Apron just sends them to you. Uh, and they won't send you the same meal twice. They work around your schedule and your dietary preferences. And they source only the best seasonal ingredients for incredible meals like pan-roasted chicken with lacinato kale and blue potato hash, fresh cavatelli, gorgonzola, endive, and pear, stir-fried black rice with miso-roasted carrots and turnip, pork don-don, or is it dan-dan? What do you guys think? Pork, I'm gonna go pork dan-dan. Don. Oh, really? Yeah. Pork mm. dan-don <laughs> noodles <laughs> with watermelon, radish, and garlic lime peanuts. You'll cook incredible meals and be blown away by the quality and freshness. Freshness. Blue Apron, it's a better way to cook. Check out this week's menu and get your first two meals free by going to blueapron.com slash Allison. My treat, really, the first two meals are on me when you go to blueapron.com slash Allison. Okay, the fact that I stumbled over a couple words brings me to... I was calling to make an appointment to see a dermatologist. I haven't seen one in a million thousand years. And I realize I've been saying a million thousand a million thousand times in this episode. I like it. Um, I like it. My new, I was going to figure out how to write that out. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. 
Apparently, it's my new thing. I don't like when new things sneak up on you, though. I'd rather choose it. I'd rather <laughs> be true. like, my new thing is I'm going to call everything rad, as opposed to like on the fourth rad being like, oh, that's my new thing. Right. I've said it a million thousand times. Sure. Anyway, though, so it was kind of early for me when I was calling. Um, <clears throat> perhaps this was some of the first, these were some of the few first words that were coming out of my mouth. And um, the woman on the phone said, well, you can get in tomorrow to see, or his associate can see you tomorrow. And I'd already checked him out on Yelp, and I saw a lot of reviews saying that this physician's assistant in the office is really good. And I was like, why are they reviewing her on his page? So she's like, you can get in to see his associate tomorrow. Um, and I think I've gone on at length about my feeling about people who aren't doctors speaking with the authority of doctors, to, <laughs> and it's always to deliver scary news. So if I'm going to get scary news, I want it from the actual person with a scalpel in their hand if it involves something that needs a scalpel, not from someone who is not actually a doctor. Um, and I realize I'm kind of a snob in that way. But anyway. Maybe so, the news would be less scary if they would just put down the scalpel. Though. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Maybe should... you're at- attacking the wrong problem. <laughs> so anyway, I tried to say, who is his associate? But when you say it fast, it comes out like you're drunk. So I was, I was like, who is? <laughs> it just, I could not get the words out. Who is his associate? Who is? His... It took me a few tries to say, who is his associate? Now I can say it. Who is his associate? But it was like, who is his associate? <laughs> but really, I was just trying to say, is it find out the name of this woman? And if it's this woman who I saw on Yelp, maybe I just should have said, is it? her name anyway though so i said would it be possible to see the doctor so now it's going to be like another week or so which is fine but my point being can you guys say who is his associate fast who is his associate see who is his associate <laughs> it's difficult <laughs> who that <laughs> you didn't even try i didn't try who i i'm bad at that stuff too i i like and especially if i'm annoyed like the annoyance like yes i think that's like blocks certain synapses and i just you know like and that's when i want to be at my most articulate like in my head i imagine myself just eviscerating i get that's another that's becoming my thing anyway like but just um, (laughs) yeah you used it a couple times last week just destroying the person on the other side of the the phone without yelling but just like precisely with scalpel like precision um (laughs) That's not what I had. Ta- taking, yeah, <laughs> taking apart their, you know, their argument and, you know, and insulting them and their their family and upbringing and whatever. But in, well, in mostly, su- I just want to know in who such the subtle, was. yeah, like carefully chosen ways, and it, and it comes out like you should can't. I don't like, and then I'm just, I'm just like, and then I hang up. You know, like, yeah, uh, it's kind of. I would have just been like, oh, I guess I have to see the. The associate. Yeah. Because I, th- I have like no backbone in those kinds of situations. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah that's fine. Tomorrow, whatever. Like, I was very torn because <laughs> the tomorrowness of it appealed to me. Sure. But I just saw myself then feeling like I want to find out from the doctor what's actually going on. So right. that's why I decided not I, to do it. I've had this uh, a few moments recently with uh, – I have ultimately seen the doctor, but uh, – it's been doctors that have had like residents following them around. Mm-hmm. So they do the initial exam. And I just like, this must just be a fact of life when you're one of those residents. Cause the, everyone knows that you're not the doctor. They don't treat you with the same respect. I just feel like I have such open disdain. Like even when they're asking <laughs> for perfectly normal things in a polite way, you know, they're like, you know, 
can you bend your knee? I'm like, okay. (laughs) Like, just just for no reason. But I'm just like, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Like, you're going to get anything out of it, you know? Like, um, and it's just, it's so stupidly dickish, but I just can't get it out of my head. Like, you know, I know that you don't know what you're doing that, you know, that well. And, right. Uh, He's like, know, I'm I, keeping my powder dry for the big show. Right. <laughs> I, I would rather be getting examined by a real doctor now than like, you know, letting you learn and then having the real doctor come in and do the same thing, I actually, which is usually what happens. I actually went in for surgery once without ever meeting the doctor. Yeah. So I had a, I wow. had, I had sinus surgery and I did everything with the physician's assistant because he was like so well recommended and I by didn't, Yelp? Uh, no, no, better, better by, than Yelp. By my yeah, aunt. By, oh. yeah. It's like Jenna's family physician. He does great work. And so I went in and like, I met him like as I was being wheeled in and put under. And I was like, who's Tom Brady over here? And then I was out. And then, and then I woke up and I like never met like him. Tom Brady. He, I think he kind of did. I, I want to remember. But uh, it, yeah, that was, was it. Was it the off season? It might've actually uh, that, been Tom it Brady. Could, it could have been Tom Brady. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. So I trust him. I'm just that's right. <laughs> I'm just envisioning here, like uh, like a don't mess with the Zohan situation with this like sinus doctor that like Jenna's aunt's just running around town being like, have you have you got to see that sinus doctor? And if my sinuses feel fine, it's like, honey, you got to see the sinus in there. It's yeah. you when you look at him, you will know. You will thank me. And it's and it's like he can't even meet with people. It's his physician's assistant because like the, every woman in town is like is wants getting, to be best friends with, with this Tom physician. Brady. Yeah, yeah. Getting, getting like optional sinus surgery from Tom Brady. It's the truth. He has to send in his duff uh, physician's assistant. Be like, I need you to be a buffer between me and the ladies. I'm taking up too much of my time. Um, going back to what you said about like a resident. Uh, examining you i was thinking so my dad reti- is retired but was a doctor or is maybe it's like president i think you're always a doctor even if you're doctor retired. Emeritus. like if he was on the plane and someone was like is there a doctor on this plane?" right he could say yes, yes i am right. right he and people with phds yeah but i feel like There's some books yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but i know that when i was young and i would hear stories that he would tell about he interned in Virginia or something or West Virginia like his his internship and his residency those always sounded like very advanced things and I still think of if someone is a doctor and they interned here or they were a resident here to me I still think of those as like kind of advanced and yet when you think about what an intern well, you know what I'm realizing as I'm saying it. A medical intern is very different than like, like an a intern. TV intern. Yeah. <laughs> where you're like me, where I just made yeah. photocopies for three years exactly. in college. Imagine yeah. if a medical intern just made coffee and ran errands <laughs> for the doctors. That's the problem with that title, though, is I have yes. that in my mind. I always right. just think like, oh, you're you're the guy that does the Starbucks run. Right. Yeah. And meanwhile, they're, they're a doctor. But I'm about five seasons into Grey's Anatomy right now. And the interns <laughs> on that show, they all just do it in the elevator. That That's, is the whole... I mean, like, sometimes I just think... I just can fast forward through all of this show because there's nothing happening except weird doctor hookups. It's the weirdest. It really like makes the- doctors like... Hmm. Yeah. In I don't- that sense, they are like regular interns. <laughs> 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 I don't know if I... People are very sensitive to spoilers, so I don't want to spoil anything. 
but I'm trying to remember how many seasons I watched. Is the oh. fifth season far into it or no? Yes. There's like, well, there's like 10 or 11 seasons. The show is, this, is never ending. Have you got to the point where there's all of a sudden a whole bunch of new people and you're like, who are these people I yes. don't like? Yes. I, that's like a I, redheaded doctor is about to come in right now and he's like from the military. Oh, Owen? Yeah. I, you'll something. grow to like him, okay. actually. Well, he's um, brand new right now. No, there's a season where all of a sudden all these interns or residents from mercy west oh no i'm not there like yet. the the opposed the rival hospital the rival hospital in <laughs> seattle up. don't worry about it it's yeah and they're suddenly working there sometimes I, yeah a, it wasn't it was not a solid season sometimes i have to turn the show off because i'll just like let it play in the it's background like when they tried to take those seat to the other high school <laughs> it did not fell apart i didn't even know they did ruin the show i don't even was that after what's his face left uh which what's his face <laughs> the, the main guy <laughs> No, 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 on the show. Ben McKenzie. <laughs> he never left. He was in every season. Did Who left? No, she left. The, oh, that's, that's yeah, what I mean. Misha Barton Misha. Oh, she did? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What was her name? Marissa? Yeah, that sounds after right. After she left. Yes, that was after she left. But it was not her leaving that ruined the show. Let's be clear about that. <laughs> I didn't was, know that you were passionately I into didn't this either. show. Uh, yeah. My girlfriend was surprised here. too, and not necessarily in a positive way. <laughs> 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 well, what kind of shows does she like? Um, she likes Walking Dead. I mean, it's it's not like her TV tastes are super elevated, which is something I probably shouldn't say since she's informed me she listens to these now. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, she watches Survivor, and so you think you can dance. We both watch The Voice, Top Chef. Uh, we've watched the first two episodes of Better Call Saul. We, we haven't gotten any further than when we talked about it last time. But we're getting a further picture of the TV watching habits. Yeah. So you think you can dance, dance, dance. That show. I used to watch it like religiously, but I've sort of fallen off the deep end there. If we're going to yeah. talk about TV. I know. We have to. We have to. I know. And actually, <laughs> I have. Oh, go ahead. TV time. TV time. TV time. TV time. All right. All right. You have something to say? Um, sure. I just last night watched the new show, The Will Forte, Last oh, Man on oh, Earth. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was and really good. It was so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was shocked because at first I'm like, I don't know about this, but I didn't know about, I mean, whatever. Yes. I, didn't I, know, know I don't want to talk about I know, it because exactly. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. But it was, it was like surprisingly great. Yeah. And really just struck me and maybe it was late and i was pretty out of it no it it was really but it was really really funny yes in fact just around the time that daniel was like and again we are not spoiling anything around the time that daniel said how are they going to keep this going then the way that they can keep it going and keep it fresh happened and yeah it was really good yeah Yeah. i was i was literally looking at my watch going like oh why why did i stick with this so long and then about two minutes later Everything changed, and I was, and I went from being, why this is twenty minutes of my life I'll never get back to this is the greatest TV like, show. This is going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. take it out. Oh, have, oh, no, you did see it. I did not. No, oh. I did no, not. I didn't. Yeah, I was we going to say I did not, and but I, I have been super excited to check it out because I like Will Forte, and um, I was optimistic. But I will. It seems like a particular marketing conundrum for them because right. even though I love Will Forte and would check it out just to you know see what he's up to 
Uh, I was also thinking, like, how can this show possibly work or last? And and that kind of kept me away a little bit because I'm like, ah, what if I get invested? And then it just it can't go anywhere. But and, it's a super risky thing marketing-wise because the yeah, thing you, that makes you, it interesting... You can't give it away. I mean, yeah, I... It's I, not in the commercials. But, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of people sort of in, in that boat of, like, you, you know, like one guy doing, like, the castaway thing for, like, a whole sitcom. Like, yeah. and, even Even the commercials got boring. It was like, yeah, he's blowing stuff up. Okay, I get it, you know. Um, so it's, yeah, I ho- hopefully it. word of mouth will carry it. Yeah. Yes. Of, it's delightful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Yep. Um, all right. So let's see. Lots of stuff. I still have a few stories. We have iTunes comment of the week. I know that you guys have some stories. Um, but let's just find out why Daniel's not here. <gasps> yeah. Let's do it. So Daniel, yes. why don't you tell me and the group and the listeners why awesome. you won't be joining us tonight? Um, I'm meeting up with some old work friends tonight for drinks. Mm. And that's more important than doing the show? Um, yes. <laughs> it's not more important than doing the show, sweetheart. The show is number one for me, but also uh, meeting up with old friends for drinks is number one. There's lots of number ones. I feel like that cheapens the number oneness of us. Us being all the listeners and everyone on the Thursday show. Look, uh, here's the deal. There's only so much DQ that everyone can handle, and I feel like maybe um, folks were getting a little too much. That's not really why you aren't here. So Is I that have really to... why you weren't here? No. I know that some people got in your head, but that's not really why you weren't here. Or is it? No, 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 no. It's not. Um, okay. No, my, I have a friend that's in town. And yeah, he's he in, town in town for, for one night, and it just happened to be this night. And so, um, I take it he's not a listener. I feel like <laughs> it'll just give us more to talk about on our uh, weekend show. Okay. Well, actually, this has gone in a different direction than I wanted it to go. The direction it was going to go was. <laughs> so, where are you currently? I don't actually know yet. <laughs> Maybe father's office. What is that? Um, it's a cool little. Uh, you know beer mm-hmm. gastro pub mm-hmm. you'd call it what are you drinking oh probably some fancy uh pilsner or no i'm not into pilsners right ipa but the thing about father's office is that's where the whole fad of gourmet um burgers sort of kicked off where they really? have that's the place where you can you order a burger and you can't change how they prepare it like you can't and you can't order ketchup with it <laughs> that's a this that's a good topic for the show that you're not on actually yeah. the show i'm that, just kicking but, it off right now <laughs> it's well i haven't decided when i'm gonna play this in the show mm-hmm. but right now it's the best show ever you're missing the best show ever i'm sure it is but we should talk about how we feel about restaurants that won't allow you no to, substitutions yeah i say well i want to talk about with the group but here's a hint about how I feel. <laughs> Not so great about it. But yeah. it is an amazing hamburger. And uh, ketchup honestly would ruin it. So, you know, I get it. I get it. Sometimes, Not a sometimes, lot to talk about in your absence. Sometimes uh, it's like with that sushi place and they say no soy sauce. Yeah. Um, it is better without the soy sauce. But I'm too much of a dummy. I would drown it in soy sauce and miss the subtle flavors that the chef has prepared. And, and who's this guy? Mr. Mr. Special only in town for one night? Uh, his name is Jim. He used to be my... Um, I worked for him for six years or so. At is that at Lionsgate? Artisan in Lionsgate, yeah. And then he moved to New York and then he moved to Dallas. 
And he, yeah, so I haven't okay. seen him in a while, so. Okay. <laughs> Do we have a problem? No, that was my wrap it up. Let's get on to something else. Let's talk about ketchup again. All right. And lastly, um, do you have any message for the Thursday group or the listeners who you've left high and dry? Thir- to the Thursday group, I just say try to carry on without me. <laughs> I know it's hard. Um, I'll give you some topics. Uh, snack flavors. Um, also, <laughs> television programs. I don't know. Talk about whatever. You know, you know you're missing well. some new Trap Dog songs. You'll be able to hear that. I am. Do you have a message for the listeners? Um. To the listeners who enjoy me, I love you all. And to the listeners who hate me, um, eat shit. (laughs) (laughs) Great. All right. Well. No, I love you too. No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Clearly you're going through something. (laughs) And now back to the Thursday show. So now we know. Wow. The range of emotions in four minutes. I know. It's impressive. Mm -hmm. It's it's the the whole pageant. Shouldn't they just let you ask for ketchup? Yes. Even if it will thank ruin you, the burger. Thank you for picking up on the most important part okay, of that. Okay, thank you. I mean, I miss Daniel too, but like, <laughs> let's get real. Good to the food. Good to the food. I mean, just even if they say you don't want it on your burger, just try your burger without it, but here's a side of ketchup. Isn't that America? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it un-American? Just These saying. Dic- I'm dictatorial tired of the decision stuff. Because really? like, if you've ever gone to Five Guys... And they say like, oh, all toppings are free. To look at this sign of 50 ingredients, tell us what you want. I'm like, just make it the way it got voted the best. That's what I want. And like, we can't tell you how it is. Choose. And I'm like, I, I can't. I just can't do it. <laughs> I got too many choices so in my life. It's the one thing Jen and I fight about is choosing no, I th- things. I think American is the whole configure your own thing. Like, I think elsewhere like in europe it's like you respect the way the chef prepared it that's like what it i'm saying that's oh, what i'm yeah, saying yeah. is uh, this is un-american yeah. normally i don't get on any sort of patriotic <laughs> high horse and I, it doesn't even feel genuine as i'm saying it but it just yeah that's what i'm saying i'm and, saying this is this is our fucking country we want ketchup but i respect the chef who says like i made a restaurant and this is the burger that i think is going to revolutionize the world enjoy and do you want ketchup? I mean, Father's and Office is a bar. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's, yeah, but still, someone that, created something that makes, you know, a good burger. But I mean, I like, I don't know if that's the place that, that you want to make your stand as a chef. Like, yeah. Well, I wasn't, I guess I wasn't thinking only this one place. I was thinking, like, in general. Like, yeah. just, like, random places. Like, well, when I go are... in, I'll usually order something and say, like, just make it how it's designed. Like, make it how you offered it or how you got me to come in here. But I, I, want, I like, do think the product. type of location matters. Like, you know, if I went into Burger King and they were like, it's not have it your own way, you know, please take it as our chef recommends. <laughs> right. as, as the king recommends. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, just go down the street. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, but you know, I feel I feel you have to earn your stripes to to be the whole like you can't mess with the balance of my flavors. Umami Burger does the thing where they're they're sort of passive aggressive about it. It's like they have a way, and they don't force you to take it their way, but they highly suggest it. Mm-hmm. When you order a burger, the waitress goes, uh, me- "You want that cooked medium, right?" <laughs> she does that, and then shame you. Yeah, and and then if you go off that, she's like, <laughs> "I love the idea of pa- <laughs> passive aggression being like." part of the training curriculum <laughs> where it's like it's like you know someone someone's come from like 
you know, some happy, friendly place, you know, like Olive Garden. And they're they're <laughs> like, they're like, oh, you want to take the Parmesan off? And they're like, uh, honey, let's take that from the top. It's like, <laughs> you want to take the Parmesan off? Really? <laughs> now let's try it again. And she's like, oh, okay. I'm just not used to your ways here. They must know what they're doing. <laughs> well, they do that with the ketchup, too, is they, they will bring you ketchup, but they bring you this, this cruelly small amount of ketchup. Like a thimble. Like a thimble full of ketchup, and that's it. And if you ask them where, they're like, <laughs> even even for fries, it's not even enough for fries. I don't like it's that. It's not yeah. enough for fries. But I have the, so there's a sushi restaurant that he mentioned where they don't, tell, don't tell me they don't let you put ketchup on that. <laughs> no, they're Snobs. okay with ketchup, but um, they'll tell you no soy sauce on this one. Um, but see, that is that is okay to me. Even though I like it, I like. I feel like I should be able to do it my own way. But right. For some reason, I'm more okay with that. But I think sushi chefs they they put soy sauce in it already. Yes. The ones where they're telling you not to do it, it's because they've already put it it's in. Already there. And, yeah, and they're saying it'll yeah. overwhelm the flavor. Right. Of yeah, the I've fish. read the authentic thing. If you go to like a, a nice sushi restaurant in Japan, that uh, it's con- it would be considered rude to put either wasabi or soy sauce right. on because yeah. the chef has like balanced it. So, but it's not authentic to burgers like not <laughs> yeah. yes that's i think them. that's right. my issue with this so as so al you said that the one thing you guys fight over is choices what do you mean particularly food choices it'll get to like a very tense point where it's like just decide what we're gonna have for dinner and i don't want to decide i don't know what i want but and then it just turns into this like Wait, who's the one saying that though it we changes oh yeah on, well because it's like i mean it's a standard fight of like you have 15 options and it's like you pick well i want you to be happy so you pick like, oh, i honestly right. don't care you know so it's those and then kind of it things. elevates so for me and if then there's we too get, many like, options yeah it's lame. and then one of us will just get like fine this and then and like, that's just calling the bl- calling the other person's yeah, bluff totally stare at the person like what do you think? What do you think? Huh? You say something? Say it. Just say it. And then it's usually like, oh, I don't really want that. And yeah. then you've so just started just it all to over say, again. Like, you know, if you're getting too cute with your changes, if there's too many options, it's too hard to choose. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to go in. I, I guess I want like a template. I want a, a base. Then I then I can see the adjustments. But yeah. the strict Chicago in me forbids ketchup on most things. I love so. ketchup. Hmm. That is such a like. St- st- like standard couple fight. Uh, that sounds yeah. so it's, familiar. Yeah, it's very right? standard. It happens. Yeah, yeah. I remember early on when Daniel and I were dating, we were choosing a place for Valentine's Day, I think, and we had like the Zagat guide or something. And we got it was this weird. It was one of those fights where it's not actually a fight, but you both walk away feeling like you just had a fight, <laughs> right? Which I and it's like, where did the, what happened? Because we were just yes. having a conversation four minutes ago, and now I don't feel good about us. And it was only because we talked about restaurants. I'm so confused. But he, I was like, my thing is, I just want to look through all the restaurants and then whittle down a list and then choose. And he wanted to figure out which neighborhood or what cuisine. It was like, it was kind of oh like, my gosh. we had a different uh, search totally optimization approach, yeah. mm-hmm. um, approach to it <laughs> because my thing is I don't, and actually if I'm, you know, back when I was looking for apartments online or looking for a dog to rescue online or anything like that, I actually just like to start, just look through all of them instead of, 
instead of using all the search filters. And I remember thinking, why am I doing this though? Because it's quite possible I could type in exactly what I'm looking for in an apartment and it would pull it up. So why must I sift through 4,000? I don't know. But yeah, that was like Daniel and I butted heads on that one because it just, it was the idea of let's just look for a restaurant was just way too much for him. See, but I would just want to do it your way. So yeah. I don't know if that's like a man-woman situation. Because or... I, I can figure out what I want as I go through. And it's right. like, what if we miss one because it was not in the neighborhood that we wanted to go to or right. something? <laughs> yeah. But it is that classic thing where it's like you uh, you never – it's like hot potato over who has the planning responsibility. Yes. Yeah. And um, you've – like – and you pose it as though it's such a generous thing to defer it. Because you're like, oh, I want, you know, no, you just choose. We can go wherever you, you want. <laughs> or you plan it, you pick. And it sounds like, oh, I, you know, I want you to do the thing that you like, but that's not what's happening. It's like, I, what you're saying is I want you to present something to me, which I will then decide whether I like or not. Yes. But, I it's like, like, but no one will, exactly no one will open up and say yep. that because that sounds so, you know, like brutally selfish. And so you're just like, no, 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 just, yeah, like, you know, whatever you want. Yeah, just, I mean, like, just let me know. And then I'm like, I, when I let you know, then we're going to have to, like, reopen the whole conversation about what we're doing. Yeah, basically, it's just saying your move and your move is supply, like, four choices and then we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. And I might replace them. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jeff, just the way it goes. What do you like with decisions? I'm pretty good with decisions. I, I try not to get down the rabbit hole about decisions. At some point, I just know I'm losing money on this deal by not deciding, so I'm just going to pick something and live with it. That's smart. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I try to do. I don't always do it. Sometimes, I'll, if I'm on Craigslist or something, I'll do the same thing where I'm just, I'm looking at 4,000 vintage vices on eBay today. What, what am I doing? You know, it's like if I would just buy the first one I saw at any price, it would actually be cost effective. Are you buying vintage vices? I am. Well, I'm looking at them. I and and what are yet. they? No, like vices. Like, like a vice grip? Like, uh, like a vice, like a tabletop vice tool oh. thing. Oh. First, that's, I thought that's what you meant. And then I thought you meant vintage issues like of vice needles. magazine. Oh, 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 you were yeah, a serial yeah. killer. Oh, wow. And then I went back to... <laughs> it's my vice vice. <laughs> my vice right. vice. All right. Can I give you some vice vice? Vice, vice advice? What would it be? I, I just, no, I just, I wanted to coin the term vice vice. Oh. <laughs> I think you did. You eviscerated the other people who were going to say it. Dustin, you had a thought <laughs> you'd like to share, apparently. Um, I did have a thought. That was a good lead into it because that made me feel sad that you, that you foisted my thing on me. Now it's, now I don't, I'm not in control of my thing anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm officially in Daniel territory. Um <laughs> Hang but on. Uh, hang on. This is, this what does that mean? Is, this is going to sound <laughs> no. overly mean to Daniel where this is going after. Sorry, Daniel, but you're not here, so that's what you get. Um, no, I'm uncomfortable. No, no my, uh, my thought was that uh, this Monday morning, at a fairly specific point in time, which uh, should become clear, I realized that I'm in the full schlub period of my life. Like I've officially exited like the exciting youth, like anything's possible. Like I could just, <laughs> I could conquer the world uh-huh. part. And I'm just, it's just like, it's just schlub, you know, like from here on out until there's probably a post schlub period of right. just like, you know, like age, Except, schlub acceptance, or like, something? like aging, don't give a fuck or something. Um, 
but um, but yeah, the the schlub phase is going to be a long time, and I'm just I'm clearly in it. Uh, so as as context on this, I should say that um, a highlight of the weekend is that my girlfriend and I spent time at Bed Bath and Beyond <laughs> purchasing home organizing materials that is fun and that that was not the moment where i realized that i was in full schlub no mode. because that's a hopeful activity uh no it's not it has been and <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh that's full schlub as well but it just didn't dawn on me at the time i okay. was like oh we're checking things off we're getting things done great uh but monday morning uh i woke up as you know, I presume other people do as well. Uh, yeah. Thinking if like, they're oh, listening, I'm, then yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> yes, uh, I'm gonna you know. Unless like, this <laughs> is also played in the beyond, which would be amazing, and I hope they count that those numbers. That would be amazing. Yeah. I think I think it would be. Why not? One day. Uh, it's it's like maybe the elevator music. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I was like, oh, I'm gonna you know, I'm gonna really attack the week. I'm gonna get an early start. I'm just gonna you know get things done. Um, and it, that just started off this like sad uh, succession of failures that just um, led me to realize how like you know um, modest my my goals have become for myself. So <laughs> like I I got to work early, but then realized that um, I had not brought the special off like the office keys that would allow me to open because it's kind of a late opening office. So even like eight o'clock, a lot of people aren't in. It's often closed. And so I was like, well, I can't get like work done early, but I had, you know, other like personal errands and like pieces of mail I was going to respond to or whatever. I'm like, well, I'll just sit at Starbucks here and I'll get some other things done. And then the next thing was like, I'm going to schedule physical therapy. (laughs) And I called to schedule physical therapy and they're like, no, you need insurance information. And I just started a new job. So I didn't have insurance information. So I called insurance and I said, I need my insurance information. And they said, no, you need to talk to your HR department, which wasn't in. And so I couldn't do that either. And you know, the HR department was going to get there later. And so then like, I'm just like, just, and these are, these aren't like, you know, things that are going to like advance human progress. You know, these are not or like, even advance you really. Yeah. These are not like major moves. You know, these are just like humdrum work a day <laughs> things that I just am nonetheless unable to do. <laughs> and like, and just many of them in rapid succession. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and I'm in a freaking Starbucks doing this, you know, like with, with like, you know, envelopes like torn open like <laughs> strewn about you know in uh, in front of me like I'm a homeless person that's just like <laughs> using it as my office um, and then finally like the only you know item left to like act on was a cable bill and I was like <laughs> I have the cable bill and I have my checkbook and I have stamps and I'm getting this wow fucking, you had everything with you I'm getting this fucking thing done it's like I everything is in my control to execute this, to pay money to someone else to provide me cable television, but it's like, God damn it, I will, I will do this one thing, and like, and so then you know, I wrote the check, but not, you know, whatever, went to work, and I had to walk like the mailbox is like two blocks from where I work, but I did not go into the office. I walked the two blocks because I am like, I will not start my day <laughs> until I have like accomplished this goddamn thing after this string of failure. And just walking, I like just the like, uh, I don't what whatever the opposite of enormity is, like just the the tininess of like of my accomplishment was just like sinking in, and I just felt like, you know. Homer Simpson crossed with Al Bundy, 
cross with like every man who's like seen a full episode of Dancing with the Stars. Like just sadness of like this is where my life is. That like these are goals is like mailing the cable television mm. checkout. Um, but that is where my life is. And I, the, but then I reflected on it. I was like, yeah, that is. That's it. That's where you are. It's like it's just schlubbiness from here on out. And then you went into work and went, yeah, coffee's for closers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then I went into work and like, uh, you know, like read sports news instead of actually, you know, so that I could just like procrastinate just for the, you know, for the sake of like sticking, sticking it, it to myself. <laughs> like, yeah. Just rubbing my nose in my own ineptitude. Everything was <clears throat> more dramatic and exciting when we were younger. And I don't think that's through the... I don't, I don't think that's looking back. That, it really was. It really is. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to be said for the security and stability and calmness of being old-er. But that like feeling like life is so exciting doesn't come that often yes, anymore. Yes, that frisson. Yeah. <laughs> Which is one nice. of your words oh, that I'm that? co-opting. Yeah, that At used to be point? one of your... Oh, really? Uh, it was a former thing of yours. You know, when you were younger. <laughs> <laughs> it was so exciting when I said Frisson. I'm, gonna, I'm bringing it back. Goodbye, thousand million. Hello, Frisson. <laughs> um, yeah, but that feeling of like infinite possibility. Yes. Eventually, it just it's not there. I miss that. Yeah, kind no, of. I know. But I, was, but I don't wish I were younger. I do want to clarify that it, like, it sounds in this story that i'm like in this miserable period of my life which is not the case i'm very happy you know like i have a girlfriend that i love i have a good job things are generally like easier for you in life because you like know how to like handle life or aspects of it but um i think schlub has a negative connotation it does but it's but i mean i think guys that are in that phase would like would all basically like nod in agreement um and also agree that their life is fairly pleasant if you know, like, you know, without the sort of like exciting undercurrent of like any, you know, who knows what's going to happen. Right. But when does just speaking in this sort of timeline, when does a midlife crisis happen then? If you're like happy. A week later, right? Yeah. Like, like when is <laughs> yeah, it like, the I'm happy and content being this way. On the trip back from the mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, but not saying it's going to happen. I shot up heroin. Or, didn't I mention that? Yeah. <laughs> not that it's going to happen, but just that culturally you hear about that all the well, time. Well, actually, right? based on your description of the phase of life you're in, it is right around the corner, I think, because my understanding <laughs> of a midlife crisis. But I think that actually, I think usually it hits around 50 unless 40 is the new 50. I know when my dad turned 50, he went through, he turned 50 for like three years in a row in terms of, not that he was saying he was 50, he wasn't doing that, but I mean, it right. was like three years of midlife crisising. Um, but I, my understanding of the psychology of that is it's when you kind of come face to face with this, like, oh, I had all these hopes and dreams and fantasies for how my life was going to be. And I ha- now am accepting that that is not going to happen. And also mortality is you know, you'd start start thinking much more about that. You're halfway there, Dustin. <laughs> You're letting go. Of your You're welcome. Dreams. I guess so, but isn't? I mean, that feels like a post midlife crisis. You know, that's like people talk about the quarter life crisis. That feels like the three quarter life crisis. You know, if you're like, you're, well, that's when like you think about it. Our 
people work a lot longer now too. Like everything's thrown off. That's yeah. true. Because back in the day when you turned 50, then maybe you worked for what, 10 or 15 more years? Tops, yeah. Yeah, whereas now like, you work forever. Yeah, the midlife crisis is for guys who got married in their early 20s. Yes. And like mm. if you're not in that situation, then like you just like, then your midlife crisis is going to happen 10 to 15 years later, which is less midlifey. Right. Good mm. point. And in California, everybody can, it's a lot easier for people to live that kind of arrested yeah, in state California, of emotional Yeah, it's just called like, life. yeah, life. <laughs> it's like 48-year-old. Like so old. many people out during the day here. Yeah. yeah. It's like everybody's wearing cargo shorts and flip-flops and you can't judge a person by that. Yeah. It's like, and dating that could be someone, the head of and, Paramount walking down yeah, the street. Yeah, right. someone 20 years younger, like it's, there's no like, and, and driving a car that's like, 30% more expensive than it should be. Yeah. Like, that's just... Like, LA is just, like, midlife crisis-ville. They've, yeah. they've just turned it into a whole lifestyle that you can, like, merchandise. We've co-opted it. Yeah. It's true. So, guys who are having a midlife crisis just come out to LA. I mean, but the problem is coming... The act of coming out to LA will surely identify your midlife crisis. you got to make it here that's beforehand. True. Yeah, that's then, true. And then no one will notice. If you yeah. anticipate having a midlife crisis in the next five to ten years... <laughs> California is a There's great a place, place to, to do it. Then think Consider about, it. Yeah, that should that yeah. should be like the Chamber of Commerce line. <laughs> like for before you get to your midlife crisis. <laughs> I had a gag when I was in my 20s along those same lines where I was trying to talk my friends into getting toupees mm-hmm. before they needed them. Smart. Because oh, then you would get people idea. used to it and people would just think like, oh, he just got a bad haircut forever. <laughs> and they would just be used to you just being the bad hair guy instead of being the bald yeah. guy that is now the bad toupee guy. You would be the bad hair guy. I did something Smart. kind of along those lines, which is um, my uh, my mom's dad, my maternal grandfather, is bald and like went bald in his twenties. And so, uh, you know, according to male pattern baldness, that means that I should be like guaranteed to go bald, probably before now. So I'm, you know, happy. With- you know that my hair has made it this far but i was like i was really nervous i I really like i don't know if i was nervous but i just like i thought about i was like well look the science is here i know it you know can't no excuse for being surprised you know not having a plan um and so i um like i shaved my head i remember yeah and it was like it was specifically and i told people this and they thought i was making a joke but it was i was i was dead serious i was just like i just i want to see like how it's going to be because like clearly you you know like the toupee route no offense to your brilliant idea and you know and plugs and whatever it's like these are we all know these are horrible options it's like the 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 thing to do is you shave close once it starts going right and i just i want to know like the scalp shape i'm working with do i need you know like do i need some like scalpel surgery or something you know to prep for it um what's the right hat for me pork pie yeah or fedora fortunately i think it i think the consensus was it was it was okay they thought it was weird that i would want to go for that look but that i had yeah, a, I, like but my head was okay shape that's good i mean you you were shaving your head because you wanted to i was not it. because you had to yeah but you also like, i'm not breaking up with you or you're not breaking up with me i'm breaking up with you yeah crazy facial hair was did you lose a bet <laughs> <laughs> or did you say that people kept asking you if you had lost a bet? I, was this it was wh- one of them. Was this when I was growing the facial hair for like these, uh, like, for, this was pre-Movember. So it was like, this was like, uh, you know, people were just having ironic mustache parties at any time of the year. Just willy-nilly. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. 
Um, was it I don't... purple or something? Did you have a purple weird facial hair no. thing happening? Okay. Is, is this another <laughs> no. contributor? <You're... laughs> no, no, no. Is this Jordan? No. You know it. You know it. No, no. He couldn't make it tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I I have a memory of you saying people would turn to you and say like in one, like a one word, like, did you lose a bet? Does that ring a bell? No. I mean, I did. So (laughs) there were some guys in New York that threw this mustache party, which was super weird, but I like participated (laughs) in it. And like, I had some weird facial hair. I'm sure that's what it was for that party. And yeah, that, that could have been it. I also, I did all sorts of weird stuff with my hair just because like, remember like when I was growing my hair out after having shaved it, I wanted to see like if I could do a mohawk. Oh, I vaguely remember this. I think the definitive answer was no. <laughs> but, uh, Were you doing faux hawk or full mohawk? Well, full, and then as it grew out, then people thought it was faux. But I was like, no, it's just a grown-out mohawk, so now there's some hair on the side. So people were confused by that too. Mm. Just a lot of, it's hard to. Dustin has had he's, he's like those Madonna. Were the days. Yeah, those, right? those all these were the days. all these hair misunderstandings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I spent like an hour at a party once trying to convince a guy that I knew who was bald in his twenties that he sh- but he had hair on the sides here mm. that he should do a reality show online called Comb Over for Christmas and <laughs> spend spend a year growing out a comb over in your twenties and document how it changed your life and what the effects were and then go home at christmas and surprise your family that you have this comb over now and see what happens did you not go no but i spent a long time talking to him about it and like getting other people involved like we should do this right and everyone was on board except him what was that's brilliant what was his problem i don't know he's a crazy person clearly right comb over for christmas it's a great title and everything i know i'm just imagining this guy's internal monologue during this conversation of like is there any chance whatsoever that she's like I think taunting she's... me into growing a comb over because she secretly is really attracted to me and wants to sleep with me? Like, is like if there's no. a five percent chance, should I keep the conversation going? Like, like dude, I think she's hitting on me. It did man, go on man. for an hour. He is, so. She is very so interested long, in my yeah. hair. <laughs> She's interested in oh. something that's better than nothing. <laughs> let's do iTunes comment of the week, and then let's hear about Jenna's nieces. Okay. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments, and don't forget to click five stars. All right. The headline is Got My Allison Rosen Fix. This is from Mikhail Mars. I rarely listen to Allison Rosen as your new best friend when Allison was still on her previous podcast. Once she left, though, I realized that I really missed her. I started listening to Allison Rosen as your new best friend, and once again, all was right in the world. Allison is a great interviewer, which makes the Monday episodes super interesting. She's really good at getting guests to open up and go deep. Thursday episodes are hilarious with Allison's new crew. I loved the old boys, but I'm quickly falling for the new ones. And now she's added a Saturday show with husband Daniel. I love it. So glad I was able to get my Allison fix again thank you so much it is interesting to think that there are people who perhaps didn't listen to this show because they were getting me on another show it's sort of like that thing where there's a couple that's going to break up probably and then she becomes friends with this other guy who has a crush on her and he's just hanging out waiting for her to 
I'm not sure it's like this exactly at all, actually. But anyway, <laughs> he's just waiting in the wings, waiting for her to break up with the guy. And it's like, by being her friend, I know you think you're winning her over to her so- to your side, but you're actually conceivably elongating this process because she doesn't have to face how much she doesn't get along with her boyfriend or her husband or whatever it is because she's aware. I mean, I mean because she has you as like the surrogate. Mm-hmm. I don't even know I how that's connected think, anymore. Yeah, it was. I think we need to reread the comment. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is they were getting me there. Right. And they weren't coming here to get me. And now they're right. coming here. And I like that. And thank you so yeah, much for great. your comment. And if anyone's hearing this for the first time, yes, I'm aware this is hugely self-aggrandizing and I'm okay with it. Whatevs. Thanks so much for your nice comment. If you would like to leave us a nice comment. Do it. Click five stars is our favorite number, and maybe you'll be the iTunes comment of the week. Okay, so Jenna, you babysat. Yes, I babysat. I still have my mom's car, which is this giant key ring that I'm holding. It's like a it's, bracelet. He, she Very wears it giant. like this because wow, she's she, worried. She, about she Schneider people. from uh, one day at a time. <laughs> she has the craziest <laughs> keys. Um, yes, there's a light. There's a flashlight on there. I don't there. know what this is. Oh, some sure. sort of house alarm or something yeah. that's not connected to anything. Yeah, so, and then this is a know. picture of her old dog, which is adorable. And She's then, got keychains on keychains. I like that. Yeah, yeah. So I just babysat my brother's daughters for the last little while, and I'm only on like two hours of sleep right now because oh, wow. last night it was just like a circus. It was like I'd lay down. And then one of them would start crying, so I'd go check on them. And then it got freezing in the house, so I had to figure out how to mess with the heat because I was there alone. And then um, the dog had some sort of stomach issue, so woke me up three times to go to the bathroom outside. Pooped all three times, so thankfully I woke up because that could have been an even bigger yeah. disaster. There's a lot of poop. Then my other niece <laughs> pooped, and I had to change her diaper at three in the morning, which is always just pleasant. And it was just like... Six or seven or eight different interruptions, and I was just thinking, wow, parents, wow. Someday Jen and I will have kids. Someday. Sounds like it's going to be even further than it would have been before last night. Just added 10 years to that timeline. (laughs) I think that's the problem. No, no, no. I just was like, I don't... And then all day today, I've just been so kind of just in a cloud. Like, I don't know what's going on. There's just poop a lot of poop last night (laughs) and it was all kind of groggy and then this morning i woke up and one of the doors was open but it was a door i didn't use so then the whole time i'm thinking who was in the house with me last night i didn't tell you that one no you didn't it was terrifying that's comforting yeah that is scary what what and it's even scarier because well i walked past it because he has my brother has tons of doors and windows in his house so see already i'm out it can be a little spooky (laughs) At times, especially because I don't know it that well. And last is it a night, big was, house or just a lot of it's doors? It's pretty big. It's a good size. Yeah. Are you yeah. are you sure though that in the with the poop and the lack of sleep, you didn't just use the door and this door I wouldn't have used. It? This door is behind. Every man in this room is nodding. Jenna, I'm with you. <laughs> I know. No, <laughs> there this, was an intruder. Listen, listen. Everyone no, listen, here is nodding over this listen, idea that okay. I'm the whole listening. night was spooky. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So the first time I was out taking the dog to poop. I noticed that my brother's bathroom light was on and I hadn't gone in there at all. And I was like, that's really weird because or maybe it was the second time because I would have noticed it before. 
And I hadn't noticed it. And so then I noticed that his bathroom light was on. And then I went upstairs and Party Girl like ran in there. That's your mom's dog. Yeah, that's the dog. (laughs) (laughs) And Party Girl like ran in there and was acting all weird (laughs) Uh about that bathroom. About the stranger in the bathroom. Right. So then I kind of like poked around a little bit, but had my phone because I was like, I'm going to have to call 911 if someone's in the house. Totally freaked out. And then... He's laughing because he knows how psycho I can be about this kind of thing. So then I tried to go to sleep, but I can't. Diapers were changed. Bad dreams were acknowledged. Oh. Thing, you know, whatever. And uh, and then I noticed... What was I going to say? I'm so tired that I'm uh, totally losing my train of thought. There's a light. The, the open oh, no, no. So thing. this door is the door. There's a. They have in their living room... My niece is disabled, so the living room has a lot of physical therapy things that she does um, because she can't walk, and so she does different activities. And there's also a trampoline for my other niece that's inside, so it's like this little little always with the trampolines. It's like this. I know, right? It's (laughs) like this. That's so weird. (laughs) There's like this. It's kind of this weird room, but the door that was open this morning was behind the trampoline. So I wouldn't have never used that door. Mm-hmm. Plus, that's the door that's right by the swimming pool, and there's not a lot of grass over there to take the dog out. So I always use the other side of the house. So then this morning, I looked at that door, and I thought, that looks unlocked, but I didn't use that door, so I'm not worried about it, and I just walked away. But every time a door opens in my brother's house, there's this little like ping sound that you can't hear that well in my room that I sleep in. Is that... Some kind of it's like an alarm oh, okay. that's not really hooked up to yeah. anything. It just makes this like I think it's for the swimming pool because when you have kids, they yeah. do that thing where like the doors open, a kid could be going right. to the pool. So your brother used to work at a Seven Eleven. He misses that. <laughs> yeah, he Baby. actually did work at a Seven Eleven the night shift. I'm coming in for some Arizona yeah. iced tea. Oh wow, <laughs> it takes me back. So I noticed that it was. I thought it was unlocked because he just put new doorknobs in. So I was getting used to the new doorknobs in the house. And I thought, that looks unlocked. That's really weird. I walk away. I'm in the kitchen. And I like hear the ping. And so I like kind of freaked out because the kids were upstairs. I knew. And Party Girl was with me because she wanted her breakfast. And I walk over and the door was open. But it wasn't open when I walked past and thought, is that door unlocked? That's weird. Could it be bounced? Could could some sort of... Like the wind? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Or something like doesn't that. doesn't seem like the wind could turn open. the doorknob. Right. It's got a whole doorknob and everything. Al, you look like you're bursting. I'm What's just, going I'm on? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There, here's the thing. <laughs> there are a million things that can happen. And and it's, it's the jury, right? Reasonable doubt. So... Is someone going You're to? You're married to this. Is someone I know, right? going to? This is a lecture I get regularly. I mean, okay. this guy lives on top of a hill that you have to climb. For <laughs> it like is a like mile the top and a half the to get all the way to the end, and you pass probably forty-seven thousand houses before you get to this one. And this house is on like the ledge that overlooks. A huge like canyon. Yeah, so and there's an empty parking lot right below the house. Now, That's so it's so intelligently designed that when a murderous intruder gets up there, he's so tired after he gets in the door <laughs> that he can't do anything. You just, just hide like, out it, under the trampoline. It works perfectly. Yeah. He's like, I was going to jump on the trampoline for a while. I'm too tired. I'm just going to lay yeah. down and go home. I'm just going to roll down the they doors know. to get to. There, are, he would pass like four doors, shimmy around the swimming pool. 
to pick <laughs> shimmy gesture to is pick amazing. this one door <laughs> that's like full of windows that everyone could see him coming into the house. Um, I'm it was that's the last door they would night, expect. That was awful. <laughs> there was rain. Just, there was a ton of fog. Yeah. Okay. There's there's wind. There's strong winds going into this door. I'm just. I'm not saying that that's How, the happening. Has wind ever turned a doorknob? <laughs> I'm saying, what if he opened the door to air the house out before you came, and then. You know, just human nature didn't do a great job of closing it. And it was just hanging My brother? on until that one like of wind that opened it up. You know what? I agree, I agree with Al. It was Thank a ghost. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. All I just I'm always have a story is, ready to explain to police How officer. How spooky was, is that, that though? I, the whole night in general there's was so just many- like... Ugh. aspects of this that ratcheted up the spookiness for some reason the fact there's even a swimming pool in this story yeah. i'm like that's an extra reflective surface that's scary <laughs> Thank you. there's a canyon yeah You're an a, empty parking cliff. lot right below a parking lot below yeah We're what like, does your brother do that he lives in this weird mansion i don't know he's a fancy it guy <laughs> he's a knight okay. yeah yeah Port, another Port it star. nerds yeah, <laughs> um this yeah that sound where were you al why weren't you there I was flying home. Yeah, from, he is on a I was work in Oakland trip. last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's so fine. that I sounds know. really scary. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Allison. Anyway, I'm exhausted <laughs> right now. Yeah, and, I didn't notice it until I started looking at your eyes as you were telling the story, and you do look like you yeah. might want to cry a tiny bit. Oh, it's just because my contacts <laughs> are so dried out that like I just keep trying to blink so that water will gotcha. get in there. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Oh emotional. no, I know. I mean. The door was scary. Okay. <laughs> Bing. I'm like, what? I just looked at that door. I don't mean like you're going to cry. I just mean that sort of emotional yeah. lability. Yeah. Oh, I'm fragile. That co- if a, yes. If a, <laughs> That's what I mean. If it a comes commer- from a no sleep. <laughs> if yes. a commercial came on right now that was like any sort of sentimental, I'd be right. out. I'd be done. Forget it. Like, tell them about the seal thing that you watched part of last night but not the whole thing oh yeah yeah it was this documentary on pbs about a guy in maine that had adopted a baby seal and he adopted one first and he didn't know how to feed it and it died <gasps> you didn't even tell me that part well i know because i would be freaked out and you wouldn't watch but then he found another one <sighs> and figured out how to feed it and he it grew up and it followed him around like for <laughs> years so and years cute. And then he decided it needed to be wild. And so he, he uh, or no, it was too cold. <laughs> and so he gave it to an aquarium for the winter. And they just let it loose at the aquarium and it swam all the way home. Oh, That's wow. So and there were pictures I thought of it was like going to be another sad ending. Like, I think so he has to be wild. And then he died well, because he didn't are, know how. But that, that's where it was heading. I could tell. It was, it was a really interesting documentary. And then I could tell that's where it was heading was that. He was going to disappear at some point, and when they started hinting that they were heading in that direction, I stopped watching. Oh wow! I was like, I'm not watching but, that. Yeah. Who gave him another seal after the first one died? <laughs> no, he just, good question. He just found it. He was he was out in a boat and saw them because apparently they get uh, baby seals get abandoned a lot by okay. their mothers. And then they die. They don't. They don't know how to feed themselves. I need a second chance with the seal. <laughs> I, I I love your indignance over the like seal dispatchers it's like it's like are you people sleeping on the job you don't they the- do a home inspection <laughs> where's the bathtub you're keeping him in where's the seal protective services yeah, exactly um that reminds me a little bit of a movie that i don't think anyone saw but maybe they saw it a long time ago day of the dolphin from it's from a while ago the name sort of rings a bell i know i didn't did not see it but and i don't think it got good reviews 
And but there's a scene where these dolphins have to like return to the wild, and it's very sad. Oh, these dolphins speak, by the way. What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and their voices are really uh, cute. Did not see that one. Uh-huh. <laughs> that might be why it didn't get good reviews. I don't know. All right, let's do just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? The dolphins were named Alpha and Beta, and but they called them Fa, and I forget the other one. Um, I forget what Beta was shortened to. But Fa Alpha would say Fa love Pa. Oh, that yeah! Is in this cute. like very like it was probably they probably got a four year old or some old woman to do the voice <laughs> like Fa love Pa. It was really cute. I recommend everyone go look at it. I'm trying to remember who played the guy. It might have been. For some reason, I'm thinking Richard Dreyfus, but I don't think it was. I think it was. <laughs> Who's the guy from Jaws? Roy Scheider. Oh. It may have been Roy Scheider. All right, can you look it up? Yeah. What was it? The, what, what Day of the, the Dolphin. Day of the Dolphin. Just so Richard you know, Dreyfus. during the Just Me or Everyone song, Alan was like chastising me. He's like, you didn't tell me any of your drama from last night. You call me. Why didn't you call me I during that? I called you before I went to bed. <laughs> Why didn't you say someone's going to murder me? <laughs> I wasn't aware yet. I was like, I came by the house and slipped in the back door to <laughs> I check came on, to you check and on you. Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> do you do that thing that I do though? In which is not reach out during crisis? <laughs> yeah, where I'm like, I can do it by yeah. myself. I and don't need any. What are you going to do? You're 20 miles away, yeah. idiot. <laughs> There's so many right, well. things where I look back on, or so many things in my life that I look back on. And I think, why didn't I just call someone? But for some reason, I was like, I'm just gonna. T- less so now than men but i used to like i'm just gonna tough it out and i'm just gonna i don't know it's like i go yeah. into some other state of like i'm not feeling my i'm just i'm just trying to get through this yeah i was carrying a really heavy bookshelf once helping my sister move into her college dorm and i was schlepping it by myself and these two guys walked by and they're like hey can we help you with that and i was like no i'm fine and then took the rest of the way and my sister has made fun of me to this day about like it was really weird like <laughs> Why didn't you just let them help you? And I just just can't. That just I would have let them. <laughs> I know, but what's wrong with me? That's my reaction. Anyway, I don't know. Super weird. George yeah. C. Scott? Oh, yep. That's who I meant. <laughs> <laughs> who else was in it? Uh, Paul Sorvino. It was written by Buck Henry. Directed by Mike Nichols. Yeah. See, it had a good uh, yeah, it pedigree. Good. It sounds good on paper. But I th- And I thought it was good, but I remember looking it up you know, as an as a an adult, and being like, "Oh, this got panned <laughs> for cheese and sentimentality." I think. Well, it's got an excellent plot, which is uh, <laughs> a brilliant, driven scientist and his young, beautiful wife tra- train dolphins to communicate with humans, and then I think that they're trained to kill the president. Is that what it was? <laughs> I think so. There's something political. Yes. Wait, well, yeah. The, the movie term. poster says, "Unwittingly, he trained a dolphin to kill the president of the United States." What? You couldn't even get that on a movie. But poster, they right? weren't trying to train the dolphins. No, they to were do that. unwittingly. Yes, they right. There was some like <laughs> they were duped. bad people. Yeah, got involved, yeah. and then when it turned out there were nukes and everything in this movie. Whoa. What? That's why they. Had, I think that's why they had to send the dolphins away. So they didn't late, get late Cold War situation. Yeah. Oh, Paul Sorvino was the government the bad agent. Guy? Yeah. Who, some real who, real genius shit who knew what those Seriously. commies were up to back then <laughs> people forget the times <laughs> all right 
MCPE Wiki says, slightly creeped out by the sample pics companies put on photo album covers. We don't want your random family on our albums. I don't really mind them. Yeah, I've never really thought about it. Although I recently bought a photo frame and it had like a picture of a flower or something in it. And on the packaging for the frame, it said that it comes with optional art. So they're saying now you can use that. Right. You know? I always thought that was a funny part in Friends when Phoebe finds out that the picture frame or the picture that she <laughs> that has not her, her dad right. or whatever. Yeah. I, it's, I don't find it creepy, but there's it is. I do find it off putting in the sense of like. I don't need you defining the standard for my like happy family life before I've even put it in there. Thanks. Yeah. You what know? would be so wrong with just an empty frame? Is it like you're going to be like, I don't know what to do with this. How does one use this thing? How does thing? this work? <laughs> Where what does the photo go? Does, do you, does it go backwards? Does it go on the back? Is this a notepad? What is this? <laughs> it's a corkboard, I think. This... Oh, there's a picture of a family. It's a frame. <laughs> right. Are we that dumb? Maybe. Maybe. The Brenda Burke says, just mirror everyone, wish that every time I pulled off loose hairs when brushing hair, they'd be the gray ones, not my healthy ones. Mm. That'd be a lot of gray. I don't have a lot of healthy ones. (laughs) (laughs) And I have a lot, when I brush my hair, a lot of hair comes out. So I'm thinking if that were all gray, that would mean that I'm almost all gray. Right. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. Totally. I don't like when I go to pluck, like if I see, I'm like, oh, there's a gray and then I pull and I'm like, that wasn't gray. Oh, I do that sometimes because the light catches my hair in a weird way. I'm just glad I still have hair to pull out. (laughs) Not for long. You and me both, brother. (laughs) Gal chat. I mean, guy chat. Yeah. (laughs) Punch it in. Captain Comb over. Yeah. Al, you have quite a head of luxurious hair. He has so much hair. It's so bad. Uh, Every time I get my hair cut, they're like, oh, you have lots of hair. And I'm like, I know. I know. But the problem is, and not saying anything what here. What nationality is your hair cutting place? It's just it's a gen, it's a generic accent that's always that way. Okay, a generic comedian accent. Yeah. <laughs> but the problem is, it's always I always go something like they'll be like, "Oh, you have a lot of hair," and I go, "Yeah, it's a good problem to have." Am I right? And then I look over and there's three bald guys getting like their side trimmed, <laughs> and I'm always just like, <laughs> and then I don't talk the rest. I'm just like, "Don't, I don't want to do this anymore. I hate my life." And then yeah, so <laughs> yeah. But at least you have good hair with your three-in-one right. product. Yeah. You, yeah. yeah. Cutinge says, is it just me or everyone that as soon as you take off that twist tie thingy from a loaf of bread, it instantly disappears? That's everyone. Yeah. and Or it's like impossible to put back on correctly. Mm-hmm. There Without were ones snapping in half. There, yeah. there were ones from Trader Joe's that were the exact, exact same color as my countertop. <laughs> and I would take it off and put it down right next to it. And I'd go, where is it? Like, I couldn't find it for the life of me. They should just make them in unusual colors. Unless Were you they? Have or an, could, uh, they yeah. not see, could you not see your counter anymore for all the <laughs> I co- couldn't tell. coverage of, of twist plastics that had accumulated? I couldn't tell. I had, to get down, I had to get down at eye level and look at them. Oh, man. Um, oh, see, I would just sweep my hand over it. But I, I, I just, I, I, it didn't occur to me that they were there. <laughs> but yes, they should all be fuchsia, except I have a fuchsia countertop. I think they're color coded depending on what day they were baked. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Nerdy <laughs> alert! Those are color codes. Yeah, so that they, they know I think like they are too. it's so that they know like okay, those went out on Tuesday. Today is Wednesday, so those are old. So don't put like Wednesday's fresh in front of Tuesday's old. I've never mm. seen anything other than white though, or maybe blue. It depends. Yeah, it depends on like what, if what it's a wonder truck. I definitely haven't seen have, seven different. Yeah, colors. they have different colors. I mean, I don't know, like. 
they may alternate so they can know what was from I yesterday. I feel like I have heard that before. Maybe they only bake bread. I'm not days. saying that like all the bread makers got together and said, "Okay, here is the color scheme that we're scheme that we're going to use." But I feel like uh, sort of like the optimization of delivery and first in, first out. I feel like this tactics. was communicated with the efficacy of the terror threat colors. <laughs> it could, very yes. well could be, yeah, yes. like orange, like, light orange. Like we kind of yeah. know they exist, but we don't know what to make of any of them yeah. or, or how to yeah. act on the information. We need True. a we need a logistics chat drop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Inventory talk. Mrs. Saxman says, can't handle it if my socks don't match. They have to be the same style and brand or I can't wear them together. Oh, I don't have this at all. I realized a long time ago, there's no need to match your socks. If two are clean, put them on. That's the hip thing to do right yeah. now, Is though. it? It's yeah. Like I've cool been thing. doing it the for young, years. The young people at our church mismatch their socks now. <laughs> the and they talk about the young how... At your well... Mormons, let's get real. There's some hip Mormons okay. out there. I, know. I mean, you're a fresh they face try. of hip yeah. Mormons. They try. They go to high school in Burbank. You know, they seem to know what they're up to. But uh, the mismatching thing is all the rage. And I've seen it also like on TV and stuff with the young. It's like the Viners, those people. I have never yeah. wanted yeah. Daniel here more than to hear this. So if these kids <laughs> go out and they're at the mall and they look down and they've accidentally put the same the it's correct socks good. on they're yeah. like oh my god i hope nobody sees me yeah exactly yeah that's crazy it's weird yeah. and I, I yeah and they like call it out it's like very two different things yeah wow. like a print and a solid yeah mm-hmm. wow yeah it's- i just love thinking about them when their laundry comes out and i i have a feeling that they're not gaining the efficiency that we would think that they should from not having matched socks but i th- i imagine there's this careful hipster exercise of no like no doubt of like mixing and to Jeff's point, like what if you mismatch in just such a way that like everything gets matched except two matching socks, then you have to like unmatch. Uh, yeah. Unfold like all your socks and start all <laughs> yeah. over. Oh, yeah. So there's a yeah. full set of mismatches yeah. going throughout. Yeah. Your- and you know, they put enough thought as much or more thought into which ones don't align. It's like, Oh, which one? Is, wh-? It's like pairing a beer with a, with a hamburger, but it's like, which one of these socks are like incongruously the most opposite, paired. Opposite, yeah. yeah. Or maybe they wouldn't even, like, sort of like the opposite of love isn't hate, it's apathy. They don't want the ones that are opposite oh, sock-wise. Yeah. I don't even know if I believe that. It's just something people say. But it's like, yeah, they want to go for maximum random incongruousness. Right, right. We got to get some of them on the show. Some of these young people. <laughs> yeah. Deal. Oh, yeah. VC Perk says, I somehow eat all the crust off my sandwich and my last bite is usually the center. <laughs> Jenna looks like she's never heard you eat such... your sandwich in a circle like rotating huh. he's eating it for the crust well I think that's a rotating action yeah right well first of all VC perks <laughs> a lot of questions are you cutting your sandwich because that's how I took it but maybe maybe you're not cutting it I don't eat sandwiches a lot mm-hmm. I wish I did I'm, see, I was thinking about how I miss bread because bread and butter is like I would like to be <laughs> buried in a big, gigantic <laughs> yes. bread basket with a lot of butter so I don't have it in the house. See, I, th- I imagine this is a person who simultaneously does not like crust on be- bread oh, and, yeah. and feels ethically uneasy about the wastage <laughs> of cutting crust off bread. There it is, yeah. And the compromise is to eat the crust off first, get it out of the way so that your final blissful bite right. is, I is like the that satisfying idea. crustless center. Right, you're ending on an up note. Yeah. My friend Katie, um, who loved 
pepperoni pizza would always eat around one piece of pepperoni and at the end end up with like a tiny pizza that was had was you know blanketed with pepperoni on the top oh, i kind of love that yeah so you yeah. just change the scenario if we're talking reese's peanut butter cups then i'm going all the way around so that you have like just the chocolate and peanut butter in the middle mm, just some and kind then, of nub yeah Right. <laughs> I'm I'm beating the new drops to death. I hope everybody's I know, good I love with that. Them. Okay, good. Oh. To me, I feel like we're using <laughs> them amazing. sparingly. I love them. <laughs> we have a different uh, honestly yardstick. I would have still been listening to that Snack other chat. one Al, over and Al over chat still. Drop. No, the the <laughs> Snack Chat. Yeah, I mean it's not. It's the Snack Jingle. What? The Jingle. Yeah, the jingle. Yes. Wait, which one? Yes. This one. I heard Skittles this time. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's like a hologram each time. Yeah. These drops are nothing. Sunday on our drops only show. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I could totally get. You can get that. your fill. Um, Kim Brick says it's interesting. It's G M M B R I C K. And I thought maybe it was like, give me a break, but it's not. It's GMM brick. It's probably not even a pun. It's just someone's name. Okay. When not understanding someone and they explain further. Oh, just mirror everyone. When not understanding someone and they explain further, once I do get it, I get angry for every second they keep explaining. I get, yes, I know. Mm -hmm. When you're like, I get it, I get it, I get it. Okay, I get it, I get it. Apparently, I have a lot of feelings about this one too. I get it. I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. Yeah, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ashley says, I'm so jealous of Blanche's wardrobe in Golden Girls. Hashtag the 80s. Hashtag just me. Everyone. Now I can pass this around. Um, you can see a fabulous Blanche outfit. Oh, yeah. She was the saucy Southern Belle. She, you know, when you're in a hotel in Las Vegas and there's a clothing store, be back before all hotels were kind of like malls, and you're like, who buys these outfits, this resort wear? Blanche does. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. That's true. She had genuinely good old lady hair. I think when the show was actually on, I couldn't appreciate that, but... But I now that now. you're in your schlubby phase, you see <laughs> yeah. it. You're like, hmm, that's kind of working for I'm me. Like, that's kind of work. In, in my next phase... That's what I'm looking for. You're like, I'm going to write her a sweet mash note and walk it down to the mailbox. (laughs) (laughs) With your stamps. You know me too well, Captain. (laughs) Cherry Porter says, klutzy just me, everyone. One, hits the back of hand on doorknobs walking down hall. Two, trips over own pant legs when wearing sweats and PJs. Yes, 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 yes. I'm always banging my hands into things. Sometimes I'm banging my head into things. Door frames are of particular issue. And I'm also always almost eating it because I'm tripping over my own pant legs. Yeah, I do it all the time. There's one door frame that we we have two gates we have to go through to get to our apartment. And the second one I have hit my shoulder on 9,000 times. You'd think by now. And I'm always right behind him because he always has the keys. Mm-hmm. And he'll just hear behind like, ugh. <laughs> I think... <laughs> I think for me, it's that I'm cutting corners. Like, I'm not taking that extra step. I'm not, or that extra second to like, another thing that I do, and this is embarrassing, I'm constantly like semi throwing my back out in my bathroom because I'm like, we have kind of a wide counter. 
So I want to get something out of a makeup bag, which is over here. And instead of like walking a few feet to it, I'll just lean in a weird way. I'm always, it's like I plant my feet and then I go about my business (laughs) just leaning. And something is always like, oh, I turned or I bent in the wrong way. If I would just take up, if if my feet left the floor, it'd be so much better for me. Yeah. I don't know why I do that, but that's the same when I'm going through door frames i'm not that or it's like you think it's a reasonably wide space and you're like i can totally fit through there and then you try to and you just like your butt knocks over everything in the way or you like rub up against something that great is always (laughs) me when i'm like in a parking garage and i could either walk down the center and maybe get run over or i can just glide along the wall and the right. front of the cars <laughs> and that is, just never goes as right. smoothly and you as you think dust and yes. dirt on your pants yeah yeah or the one that terrifies me is like you're in a like you know fancy crowded restaurant where they put the you know like, uh. they're trying to like press the tables in um and so like when you have to get up to go to the bathroom and like you have to dance around yes. the table and there's just like front or back there's no polite way right to your sort balls of, like, or your butt are in <laughs> right the yeah for it's you so not for me Pre- present <laughs> yourself clear. to the couple next next to you but you have to go to the bathroom it's you know <laughs> it, it, yeah it's not good what i don't like is when the person's like oh and they scoot their chair in a half an inch but they think they scooted <laughs> in you're like so this far yes. my butt is not getting think through i'm still yeah. standing here yeah. <laughs> that's right it's like them going i know this isn't going to help you but i want to show you that i see your dilemma right i'm acknowledging i'm not ignoring you i'm not ignoring you i feel like that's kind of like a a wink wink green light to, to sort of like you know, Fritage. to yeah, like plow Propped their chair us. forward as you go past. <laughs> they're like, they're like, oh, I've I've just made my move, and and you know, I acknowledge that if you still don't have space, if you if you move me the rest of the way, that's you know. Oh, you think like, they want you to? <laughs> we well, it's like we both acknowledge that it's like a no harm, no foul type of thing. Yeah, like not that you should like that you have license to like. Swing them. your butt into them, like you know, like like send them soaring over their table right. or something. But that they're like, they're like, okay, I did my best, and now Nicki like I, I recognize you'll probably have to squeeze me against my table still or yeah. whatever. And it, I'm giving you permission to like do that. I remember when I was I don't know I want to say ten or eleven. I was at Universal Studios for my friend Holly's birthday party. This is when all birthday parties were slumber parties involving some kind of activity like ice skating or Universal Studios. I miss those days. Those were fun. Maybe I was younger than ten. Anyway, I just remember being in the gift shop. And I there feel were like the- two. Not to interrupt. There, like two years ago, there was a whole like ironic period of like people doing their like thirty third birthday as like as, oh, their, really? as their favorite like slumber party like ironic party thing. Maybe that was just That's, my friends. Well, you have good friends then. You yeah. have fun friends. Anyway, um, in the gift shop at the end of the day, and there were these porcelain pink panthers that were sitting there. They would sit on the glass shelf with like their legs dangling over. They like you hooked them on a shelf. And I just remember turning and I took out three like in one move. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then I remember my friend. I was with my friend's parents. Susan and Dale were their names. <laughs> and Dale was like, what? And Susan, and I think Susan was like, and I did not call them by their first names then. It feels weird <laughs> even doing it now. It was like, we have to get out of the gift shop. you know. And I think Dale's like, what? What's going on? And she's like, like motioning. And I turned and I hit another one. And I was like, I, 
cannot get out of here without breaking all the Pink Panthers. Run! And I was an overweight kid, so it was very much like, I'm too big for this gift shop. And then a similar thing happened. I think I might have told this story. Um, For Thanksgiving, we were at Daniel's mom's house in Tucson, and she had this this really cute porcelain magnet on her refrigerator and it was like in the shape of a little vase with flowers in it and i turned and took that <laughs> took that thing down in one movement too i because i stand too close to things i don't know my shoulders are always in the way well I, I mean let's let's start with porcelain refrigerator magnet okay <laughs> yeah that, waiting to happen that one is not on you well okay but She'd had it for a while, I think, and then I don't think it had been a problem. She'd managed to keep it alive. (laughs) (laughs) What if it wasn't porcelain? It was just like enamel and it shattered anyway, based from the force of me. (laughs) (laughs) Don't think about that too much. (laughs) Okay. I don't know. Like you accelerated gravity? Yes. (laughs) Your shoulder shiver? Mm -hmm. It turned, it was like when you hit something with liquid nitrogen. You know, it, it's how fast it was moving. It froze. I don't know. We. I don't know if women are that cold. Some of us are. <laughs> um, but we intended to replace it. Because I said to Daniel, I'm like, Piece, put back the pieces and read who made it. <laughs> and we still haven't done this. Uh-oh. Oh, well. And here's the last one. The last just mirror everyone. From Mrs. Saxman. It's also about socks. Just mirror everyone. Also can't stand sock seams. I always wear them inside out. Sorry for two socks. Just mirror everyone's. I have a problem. Sock spaz. Sock seams can be annoying. Oh, I like them on the inside though. Because then it would bug me. If they were looking at them. Oh. Like, put your socks on the right way. Was it that hard? You know? It would bug me personally. I'm sensing the conflict between you and the young people at church. Oh, tell me about it. That's just one of the many problems. <laughs> yeah, that's. I have a sweater that's like uh, a hipster inside out style. So the seams are deliberately sewn yeah. as, as though inside out. And, I have one and of those too. At, yeah, at, at least once every time I wear it, people are like, hey, you got your. And then, uh, like, it doesn't feel so hip when you're sitting there explaining to a person. <laughs> how hip your sweater is because actually it's on the right way and that they're wrong even though it looks like they're right so i don't know the the hipness planners didn't think through that scenario Mm -hmm. i I still like the sweater i want to come back though to the um, the refrigerator magnet like i just i i love thinking of the it's like such a such a like hallmark movie thing you know it's not susan and dale it's some other no this was diane diane yeah the diane just you know she she had moved on in her life and she had forgotten the loss because she had just buried it so deep, but it still was there rattling around. And then, you know, you and Daniel found this thing and, you know, lo, a package arrives and she doesn't know and she opens it and it's her, it's her beloved refrigerator, refrigerator magnet. magnet and like, and her life just comes together. You know, it's like it's the day of the dolphin starring George C. Scott. Yeah. <laughs> her day of magnet. Like she's, she's rekindled with her old like high school flame, you know, where they're both like, you know, widowed and then they come together and then, you know, she comes, she, you know, reconciles with her estranged kid. I just feel like that's all mm-hmm. these things would happen for her. So what I'm saying is I should probably any, replace the magnet. Any purveyors of porcelain magnets 
<laughs> in the shapes of vases should uh, should write into the show or reach right. Allison on Twitter. We so could that, turn her life around. So that we Not can that it needs it. Make but. you you can be a part of making this reunion happen. That's what I'm saying. We can we can all share a beautiful moment together. Wow. Did, in theory, did all this bad stuff happen because I broke the magnet? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> or was that just concurrent? I'm just with... saying stuff happens in life. <laughs> sure. But that um, you know. Things are karmically linked in ways we don't understand. Okay. I've seen that kind of magnet before. The vase with you the have. little flowers. Yeah, oh, and I'm trying to think. You've seen that movie before. I know. I thought you were going to say too. <laughs> I was also The butterfly it. effect or something. Uh, no, I've seen a magnet. I'm trying to think. Was it at my grandma's house? Maybe my grandma has one. I don't know. She has cutesy things like that. I swear I've seen one. And every time you describe it, I think, I know exactly what you're talking about. See, that's the problem. I love cutesy stuff, but it's not safe around me. (laughs) Jenna, you could start a store. It would be called Comb Over for Magnets. Yes. And all the sales associates have comb overs. Mm -hmm. Deal. I could never visit that store. (laughs) It'd be a picture of Allison next to the cash register. Do Do not not allow her to come in. Uh, all of this makes me so tired and it makes me so happy that I can sleep on my Casper bed. Do you guys know about Casper? Do you know about Casper, Dustin? I feel like you'd be super into them because you're into cool web-based experiences and cool businesses. I will tell you. So Casper is a mattress company that's kind of taking the old way that we buy mattresses and turning it on its head or on its ear Um, because there's some statistic that's like... Like, we all think that if you're going to go buy a bed, you have to go to a bed store and try out the mattress for 10 minutes or whatever. And I forget the actual statistic, but Casper did the research and like that laying on it for 10 minutes doesn't really result in you getting the bed you I've want. I've had to return a mattress before. Yeah. I, I just get mine down at the railroad tracks. You're saying there's a better way? <laughs> There's a better way. You can get a Casper. It's an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. So Casper is an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the price. Um, And the mattress industry has inherently forced consumers into paying notoriously high markups. People pay thousands and thousands for beds. But at Casper, because they're cutting out the middleman, um, they give you the same quality mattress without the ginormous... uh, price tag and they're revolutionizing the mattress industry by cutting the cost of dealing with resellers and showrooms and passing that savings directly onto you and the mattresses have just the right sink and just the right bounce because what they are is they are latex foam and memory foam that have come together for better nights and brighter days um so i don't know if you guys are sleep on old-fashioned mattresses or memory foam or whatever but one of the problems with memory foam sort of the first time out was that you just sink into it and like there's no bounce at all but by marrying latex foam and memory foam then you have a really comfortable mattress that still has a little bit of the bounce that people want in a bed uh it's risk-free there's a risk-free trial and return policy so you can try sleeping on a casper for 100 days with free delivery and painless returns mattresses are made in america It's $500 for a twin-size mattress, $950 for a king-size mattress, which is so much cheaper than the industry averages. Um, And there's a special offer for you guys. You get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash bestfriend and using the promo code bestfriend at checkout. So again, $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash bestfriend and using the promo code bestfriend at checkout. And it's really cool. It arrives in a box. 
a box that's much smaller than you would think. And then you unbox it. And there's like a special little tool for unboxing. And then you watch it unfurl. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. It's really cool. So I recommend it. Go get it. Okay. Done. All right. Let's see. I feel like am I leaving anything out? Is that what the giant box behind you is from? No, that particular box, no. Oh. But the Casper box might be here somewhere. It's just that was a, a mirror. No, that's oh, actually wow. the box that you're looking at, which is giant, is much bigger than the Casper box. The Casper really? box is more like and now to bring it home for all the listeners, I'm going to describe something that you guys can't see. See the speakers in the corner there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, listeners, imagine two speakers. Uh, imagine speakers the size of Casper box. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it was about sized. twice as big as that. Wow. About like that, but just imagine if there were four all together. It was about that big. That's small. It's that's crazy not, not that a whole big. mattress is in there. Yeah. They they yeah. like it's almost like the, I don't know how they get it in there. It's like vacuum sealed or something. Yeah. And then it just wow. they just pff, unfurls. It's the magic of the mattress. It's that's pretty amazing. cool. Um, let's see. Um, this is where I'm now checking to make sure that we covered everything covered. Almost. Well, there's still some stuff left, but we can talk about that on the next show. All right. If you guys are going to buy something on Amazon, click through the banner on my website, perhaps day of the dolphin, uh, at allisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra. It does help out the show. Thank you so much for all of your amazing Amazon support. Also, thank you for your PayPal support. Um, there's PayPal links on the right side of my website, allisonrosen.com. And I'm aware that my voice sounds weird right now. We have two special bonus episodes available recorded live at the LA Podcast Festival. First one with Doug Benson and Greg Proops. Next one with Doug Benson, former Thursday gang. Oh, and musician Matt Costa. See, I tried to change up the wording and I totally got <laughs> confused. Those are $1.99 in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. You can get those by searching Alice and Rosen on iTunes. And again, I'm soon to have those available on other platforms as well. Are those the boner sodes? The boner sodes, yes. <laughs> That's a callback to a previous episode. Which I don't oh, wait, think has will a, have aired it's by a the callback time to, to a future, future. episode. Whoa. Crazy. Whoa. And we have a ringtone available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. You can get that by searching Hey, Go Fuck Yourself on your iPhone in the iTunes store. You can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. Email us, A-R-I-Y-M-B-F show at gmail.com. Jeff, where can everyone go to find you and what do you want to plug? Um, you can find me at Colonel Jeff Fox on all relevant social media, and you can listen to my podcast, Barracuda Radio, uh, where finer podcasts are found, and also at barracudaradio.com. And if you feel like liking a new uh, or following a new Twitter or something, follow <laughs> Barracuda Radio on the social media because uh, it's a new Twitter feed, and it's, it's a little sad. It doesn't have a lot of friends yet, so make some friends. I need to follow it, unless I already am. I doubt you are. There are very few people following Okay. <laughs> We can be early adopters. Is yeah, it early be- adopters or early adapters? Adopters. 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 Yeah, don't be an outlier. Be an early adopter. All right. Thank you. Al? You can follow me at Alan Moss on Twitter and Instagram. Two A's, two L's, two S's. That's Al That is so great. I love that it. So I'm so I'm so honored. Love it. <laughs> Jenna? Uh, check out our podcast, Sorry Not Sorry, with Jenna Kim Jones. Al's on it. And we do... We also talk about food on that one a little bit, and I tell jokes, and um, there's actually a specific segment where I just tell one-liners for like 10 minutes, and it's ridiculous. Uh, so check it out if you want, and uh, yeah, sorry not sorry, Jenna Kim Jones. All right, Dustin? Still nothing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> also reminiscent of the old, the old group. Yeah. Um, <gasps> <laughs> 
Daniel, bring it, bring it home. Opening and closing the show. I know. Come in on this mic. I'm a jumpy person too. Oh, I am so bad. Yes, you are. Here, come on, say hi. Hello, hi everyone. How was your night? Are we ready to start the podcast? Did you go? (laughs) Did you go to Father's office? No, we went to a different place. Well, we had a whole conversation about that. Yeah, that's all right. Oh, hi Wendy. Did Um, you have hamburgers and with someone? No, went to a place called Gulp. Gulp. Yeah, I'd never heard of it. These places. Yeah, it was like uh, um, Father's. Yeah, it was like same thing as Father's office. Where they won't give you ketchup. I don't know. I didn't order the burger, so I don't know. Oh, all right. Anyway. Well, how was your night? It was good. It was like, fun. so good that it was worth missing all this? Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, no. You I mean, no. Like, ready to go. Yeah, no, I missed you guys. Song. I did. Answer. I missed you guys. I'm not feeling like you did. I did. <laughs> I know. It was a tough call. <laughs> I support but you. I don't see those guys very often, so. All right. Fine. Well, thanks. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? 